0: Hey y'all welcome to our next episode of champagne cinema the show where we do what we do best which is watch films drink wine and then whine about them my name is chris and
1: joining me today is c hi everyone happy thanksgiving hope you all are doing something fun and super special with your family and friends or maybe just family or just friends but chris i will not be doing friends stuff because you abandoned me this week I did. Yes, I did. But also to be clear,
0: I didn't abandon you just this week. I've abandoned you for three weeks in a row, which I feel like we have withdrawals after the first
1: couple of days. <laughs> Is that why I wanted to cry all day today? <laughs> and I just didn't know it? Were listening to Taylor Swift's new uh, little Taylor's little version, Red Album? <laughs> uh,
0: a little bit, yeah. <laughs> just on repeat. Play. <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, it doesn't make me feel better that you said that. they had to rub it in three weeks, but... Let us know what's up with your life. <laughs> well, I've been in Houston
0: um, and yeah, nothing exciting happening there. And then we drove to Sea Island, uh, South Carolina. And then for Thanksgiving, we are in Wilmington, North Carolina. Yes, you heard it right, everyone. Wilmington, the town where Dawson's Creek and One Tree Hill and A Walk to Remember, all of them were filmed. It's like my teenage dream, this little town in North Carolina. It's not really that little, but I pretend it's still like a TV show. And then hopefully one day I want to find a second home here so I can just like start manifesting that
1: now. I know, I like how you said it. Like, everybody was on the edge of their seat. Just like, oh my gosh, Wilmington. But <laughs> Wilmington, to be clear, is a big thing for us. It's like our teenage dream. So I kind of take this as you're cheating on me a bit because you're going there <laughs> again without me because it was our second trip mm-hmm. that we took together when we went to Wilmington, which was about a few years ago. Maybe now actual several years ago. Yeah, I think it was probably 2017 or 2018. Yeah, yeah. So it was definitely a bonding experience for us because we had this trip planned and we had a third person coming, but she missed her flight. It was an early morning flight. So we didn't really have anything we could do, like all the important stuff that we were going to do. So we ended up just walking around and stopping different places and drinking wine and then more wine and then, you know, just a lot of rosé and trying to find the fountain From all the, from what is it, like Dawson's Creek, One Tree Hill, all of them. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. spoiler alert, it doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) So to be clear, this isn't the fountain that Pacey loses his
0: virginity. No, no, we found that one. We found that one real fast. Um, This was one for, I think it's more memorable probably from One Tree Hill, where one of the characters, what is the name of the girl that sings all the time? She's the singer. Oh, Haley. Haley. Oh she's God, like, I can't believe I got that right. Yeah, she's like strumming guitar next to this fountain, which is like on the river walk. And I'm like, where is this fountain? And then we never found it. And then I really Googled it like real hard. And it got filled in with cement and concrete. Like it doesn't exist anymore. I think I made you walk around for like an hour trying to find this thing.
1: We're just walking back and forth looking for it. And then we were, yeah, on Google Maps or all all the photos. And I noticed the ship in the backyard. I'm like, no, Chris, like, look, this is not You're like, no no, this isn't it. (laughs) Because you did not want to believe that there was no fountain. I'm like, look at where we're looking. Look at the perspective of this picture. (laughs) This is it. It's just a rectangle on the ground that showed it used to be there.
0: And I think we noticed that with a few things that we were like, let's go to the basketball court that doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) They tore that down too after One Tree Hill. It was just like props. They like makeshift things they made. And then Joey's wall was like, there was like a restaurant there now. And I'm like, Are you kidding me? This is iconic. <laughs> this is where I realized that I'm never going to find someone like Pacey. And it's just like, where is this wall? And it doesn't exist. And you're like, what do you mean?
1: But you found your walk to remember moment. Yep. That was a big one for us. <laughs> <laughs> for me, for sure. Because once you told me that, I was like, oh, okay like i i was big into dawson's creek and one tree hill but a walk to remember i watched that movie like every day for i don't even know how long when the vhs came out like it was a huge thing for me and then we found the wall (laughs) where she told him that she had cancer and like runs away and i like reenacted it it was really cool
0: (laughs) yeah i think when we went there you didn't know a walk to remember was filmed there and then when i told you i think on the flight and you just lost your mind. You're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't feel like people realize how many 90s type era and early 2000s things were actually filmed in Wilmington, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I remember I told my parents a couple of weeks ago that I was going back there for Thanksgiving and they were like, Wilmington. I was like, you know, where like Dawson's Creek was filmed? And they're
1: like, of course you're going
0: there. And I'm like, mm-hmm. That's yeah. how you
1: raised me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I pretty much invited myself on that trip because you and our friend were going and I was like. Uh, that sounds fun. That sounds cool. And you're like, "Do you want to go?" I'm like, "Yes." Well, it worked out because she missed the flight and didn't get into like 10
0: p.m. at night. So <laughs> yeah. at least we had to spend the day together, oh, literally we sitting so at so drunk Pacey's <laughs> restaurant on the water. Me pretending Pacey literally was a living, breathing, cute, real human, being like, "Where's Pacey?" And then like he didn't obviously turn up to this restaurant, which I'm also making Nick go back there, and I'm not going to tell him why. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's PC's restaurant. <laughs> nice um, restaurant. It was good. Um, but um, yeah, I'm glad that you ended up coming anyway. But that wasn't even our first trip together. Our first trip together was when we actually went to LA, not for any film reason, but I think we have a film trend going on with our vacations together.
1: Yeah. We did that, and we did like the whole Santa Monica Pier and everything. But I definitely think Wilmington and just North because we also went to other places mm-hmm. in North Carolina. So like North Carolina as a whole just made a much bigger impact and I think it was just like a really important trip in our friendship. Yeah, and we actually it- watched a Walk to Remember while we were there. I remember that. And we belted out the song. We did at Carolina Beach. That was yeah. like
0: after we went to a bar and it was like Hell's Angels <laughs> reunion from all the states of biker gangs. Yeah, hanging out it was kind of scary. That was terrifying. We left real fast. Don't worry, guys. We are safe females. <laughs> we know when we're in a bad situation and we don't want to be there, so we exit the building. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun and then it wasn't not, not that fun. I do wonder if any of our listeners are like drawn to Wilmington like we are. So like if you are, please just drop a comment and let us know. We're not the only ones in this
1: together. <laughs> yeah. And if you're not yet, you should go. But, I mean, also just be cool. Don't ruin it for us. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell us how lame we are. Don't we do, know. like, <laughs> what what people have done to Austin, to Wilmington. <laughs> that's
0: true because that's where my second home manifest is going to be. And so, like, I'll be there and up between there and Austin, like, all the time. And that's going to be my beach shack. Right. Again, manifesting, guys. Manifesting. Mm-hmm. So, onto the film. Um, this week's movie that we watched is, I would say, a family favorite. And we thought it would be good, a good one for Thanksgiving because it's, you know, the time of year you spend time with your family and friends. So, when we looked at the list of movies we could watch, nothing seemed better than the beloved 1980s film, Back to the Future. I will start off saying that we had just come back from the bar, like a bar with our friends for happy hour. And then we sat down to watch this film. I think I drank too much before we watched this film. So, this will be an experience tonight. So, I listened to our recording again and realized that we cannot get a better introduction than what we recorded. So, before we listen to that, please remember that this podcast contains spoilers. If you have not seen Back to the Future, it means you're a weirdo um, and that you should probably go back and watch the film and come back and listen to this episode uh, before we spoil it. Back to the Future. A film synopsis. Synopsis? From Google. <laughs> and so to confirm, you've never seen Back to the Future.
1: I have never seen Back to the Future. I have always been very aware of it. I don't know why I never have. It have just you has... seen any of them? Like no. one, two, or three? No, and I'm so aware of it. I know it's a thing, but I've just never been put in a situation to actually watch it, and for some reason I have had no desire to watch it on my own. I also feel like this is why you've never found the right guy
0: because no, every guy that you should be dating should be like, you haven't seen this. We should definitely watch it and if you're dating guys that like never heard a guy have, say have much. not said you should watch back to the future i can't believe you haven't you should like be dating them and you shouldn't be dating guys that just tell you not to watch it
1: i've never heard a guy say back to the future
0: once i think every single one of my ex-boyfriends have been like back to the future oh my god wait. like yes that and jurassic park and star wars if they don't like agree with me on that there's no dating potential there he,
1: yeah you need I to mean, find, my, my, you need my to find ex from, like, high school, we were, like, into films, but we didn't really go into, like, you know, all those films. We, like, would like watch the, current films. But it's the classics. Like, you gotta, like, figure out, like, where
0: you're vibing on, like, your upbringing. I
1: mean, I love classics. I just, for some reason, I never quite, I didn't never watch it, so I never understood it and never got the full appeal of, like, okay, I should stop and watch it. It just it's until you met me,
0: but also this explains a lot about your dating history and the bad guys you've dated.
1: <laughs> they didn't like the right movies. You yes. deserved
0: better because they didn't <laughs> like the right movies for you to be watching. So just, we can wrap that up. Do you have any final comments before I go into the synopsis?
1: I mean, I'm not with them anymore, so I don't yeah, disagree. I feel like an I, accurate assumption. I, ended, I decided to cut them out of my life, so we're good there
0: okay so back to the future in this 1980s science fiction classic my favorite small town californian teen marty mcfly aka michael j fox michael j fox yes i know stuff is thrown back into the 50s when an experiment by his eccentric oh, i do
1: love the 50s i'm already excited you're gonna really
0: you're gonna really like these this film and also the subsequent so he's thrown back into the fifties when an experiment by his eccentric scientist friend Doc Brown, aka Christopher Lloyd, yeah, crazy goes white hair, a why a glink crazy doesn't work, traveling through time in his modified DeLorean. DeLorean is a big car. The car, yeah, it is the car. Yeah. So like DeLorean car, he goes back in time in it. Marty encounters young versions of his parents who is Christopher Glovin and Leah Thompson. And so Christopher Glovin is also in Charlie's Angels with Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and Lucy Liu, mm-hmm. by the way. Mm-hmm. Just so that that's how I know Christopher Glovin, but whatever. And must make sure that they fall in love or he'll cease to exist because if his parents don't fall in love, he doesn't live anymore. It's so it's kind of sweet and cute.
1: So it's the whole premise that like he always went back... And that's how they always got together. Because why wouldn't they naturally get together? Time travel
0: is really hard to explain. It's very
1: complicated. It's,
0: it can get really complicated in films. We can watch this film and we can discuss it. But time travel gets very complicated in a lot of films. Yes, And may or may not sense. So you can either take to just accept how it happens or like debate it. It's we one can, of the
1: most confusing things. Yes, Have you, if you watch
0: Interstellar, the Stella*, yeah, that shit is wild. Yeah. Anyway, so. Even more dauntingly in this, Marty has to return to his own time and save the life of Doc Brown because of his travel back and down. That is what Google is telling me that this synopsis is about. It seems pretty accurate to me. Um, I'm pretty sure Michael J. Fox plays some electric guitar, so we're in for a good time
1: (laughs) for Thanksgiving. (laughs) For our plonk tonight, we are, I mean, we've already had a couple other... Types of wine. We had some... But we we had Bubbles. And I had some Rosé also. And then we had some Brother from Another Mother Pinot. I don't know if that was the name of it. I think he just said it because it was a different wine that we were all drinking. But that's my assumption. He was like, this is a
0: Brother from Another Mother Pinot. And I was like, (laughs) is that the name of it? Because that is a great (laughs) name. And then he started explaining it. I was like, are you just talking about the grapes like holding hands next to each other on like a grapevine?
1: But now we are drinking a Zinfandel from... Bone shaker. Quite the name. Bone shaker? That's what it's called. Bone shaker. And it's a 2019 <laughs> special selection. It sounds like a sex position. <laughs> it sounds like something. <laughs> it definitely it's from California, Soledad. And it's 15% alcohol. Oh, it goes good with pizza. Should we go get should we should we get some pizza?
0: Oh, I'll see what Nick's doing. Gonna rattle some bones tonight. I don't know who you're rattling bones with, but uh, if you want to borrow my vibrator, that's fine.
1: (laughs) Cutting that out. (laughs) That is not going in like That should go in there. (laughs) I'll think about it. (laughs) It Smells red.
0: Smells stronger than the usual. That's pretty good.
1: I mean, it's good, but it's just got that, like, strong little it's kick not like at a the mellow. beginning. Yeah, I feel like Zinfandel's, like, good.
0: <sighs> Let's be honest, I don't fucking know what I'm smelling right now. It smells like alcohol.
1: <laughs> the dark stuff.
0: Yeah. Shit's good. Before we jump into our topics and trivia, I think we need to regroup on the conversation <laughs> that we had. Um, firstly, I need to openly apologize to Crispin. Glover, Glovin? (laughs) I'm saying it wrong again. (laughs) It's a weird name. I kept calling him Christopher Glover, and I think there was like a mix mash of Donald Glover and Christopher Lloyd, obviously. So I'm really sorry, Crispin, if you ever listen I was drunk. <laughs> I knew what I was saying in my head, but it wasn't coming out of my mouth. I had no idea. I thought that was his name. <laughs> <laughs> um, and secondly, I am dying for my comments about your dating life, See, I was super aggressive um, about myself personally, only dating men who like movies I like, which – is still accurate. And I still stand by today. But I also had the epiphany that you were single because that um, the boys you dated never appreciated the movies that you and I do. So that is by definition why you were
1: single. I think it also is that they don't appreciate the movies that you do because you've made I you watch them. a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were definitely planning that seed and again, manifesting that I... But I guess we make the right choice on the lucky guy that gets to join this duo. But I guess it would be a quad because you're married. They just got to know, like, men, if you don't like movies, red flag. If you don't like the same movies, especially as Chris, red flag. And if you have a problem with those objectifying men while watching movies, then you just got to get the fuck out. But (laughs) it it was, you know, I just kind of take that advice and just know. You're being pretty damn serious.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And in saying this, it definitely, like, I I realized as I was talking basically to myself and to you, but, like, probably, like, going through the problem in my head, I was like, oh, my God, this is why she's single and she's never (laughs) met a guy that truly likes films like us. Like, of course. Like, (laughs) she needs to date someone that loves this shit with us.
1: And that's why you're single. But in saying that... Not me. It's just their movie taste. Oh, yeah. It's which totally, I do stand by that also. It is not me. <laughs> it is that
0: problem. But see, you did just go on a first date last night, and we haven't spoken about it. But I do want to know, did you figure out, and did you ask him, had he seen Back to the Future? He
1: has. Oh, Ugh. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. But he didn't <laughs> have a strong, like, oh, my gosh, Back to the Future. Like, he had seen it, but it was just kind of, a meh reaction to it. He already was aware I liked movies because I think I mentioned it in my profile. Um, and we did get into a movie discussion. Top Gun is one of his favorite movies. Oh, solid choice. But does he like Tom Cruise? Ah, uh, We didn't go that deep into Top Gun. Okay, I'll, I'll ask. He really likes Interstellar. <laughs> oh, also one. a good choice. He really likes Lord of the Rings, but not The Hobbits. Interesting. And he didn't like Dune. He thought it was kind of boring. The new Dune? Mm-hmm. I mean, I,
0: I could give you the way on that one. It's filmed really well.
1: Yeah, he was it's like, long. maybe in a theater it'd be better. That's what Nick said, too. Ooh. Ooh. Man Ooh. friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, he likes movies, but I don't think he's, like, constantly watching movies, but he definitely had an opinion. It kind of started like, uh, movies, but then once he started talking, like, it does seem like you like movies. So in that sense, maybe it's a maybe on the movie stuff. I'm not gonna write him off. No.
0: Yeah, we're we'll, we're gonna have to uh, do some more investigating. But at least it's like, yeah. oh, I don't own a television
1: no oh that's a hard
0: <laughs> i know someone who doesn't own a television
1: and i was like oh we will not be friends i slept left on somebody because they said like you prefer being outside more than just sitting on the couch watching tv or something like that and i was like Yep. <laughs> not happy <happening>. next <laughs> we are not compatible <laughs> what is the outside
0: <laughs> <laughs> And for anyone else who was wondering, we did end up eating pizza that night and we definitely thought it was the best pizza ever, but honestly, we probably would have eaten anything at that point and you know, it would have been the best. So our next section, we have actually decided to officially add to our podcast episodes from here on out. We've had it in a couple of episodes so far, but it hasn't been like officially part of the agenda, but... We enjoy it and I enjoy it. Um, so we're going to add trivia. So in this section, I'm just going to read some trivia because I feel like I've always researched trivia. I'm always on my phone like looking up stuff, like things about films while I'm mid-watching them. So I'm going to stick to my true self and continue to Google movies as we watch them. But then I'm going to, I guess, let you know about the trivia and see going to react to them. And basically you can use this information we give you to win like your trivia nights with your friends and you're just going to look super smart for knowing this. So you're all welcome.
1: They're going to be like, Oh my gosh, how did you know
0: that? (laughs) Oh, I listened to this podcast. (laughs) Okay. So one of the first things I'm going to say this trivia is not as like interesting as apocalypse now, because that was a disaster, but there is some fun stuff in here. And one of the first things is actually about, crispin glover who through the film i was like i love him whatever turns out this was like his breakout role so he was 21 years old and he was also three years younger than michael j fox which i find so funny because he was playing his dad yeah but there was a lot of onset friction between crispin glover and glover sorry whatever whatever his name is (laughs) just say his first name (laughs) crispin and the director, which is Robert Zemeckis. And essentially his behavior on set ruined his career. Like no one wanted to book him afterwards, which I found really interesting. So basically he just had very bad behavior on set and was kind of like fighting with the director all the time. And the director is actually renowned for being one of the, like the nicest and best directors. So like Crispin Glover kept challenging him, and he wanted to stay in his weird character. He's very eccentric the whole oh, he's time. He's a method actor, kinder, and you can kind of tell he's a little bit weird, yeah. and things like that. And he was just very, very difficult, and he didn't agree with how things were, and he just put a lot of strain on a lot of other cast members. So based on his behavior he didn't really book anything later and because of his behavior he didn't get booked for the second film but he does appear in it because they use old footage of him from the first film but he didn't like this so he went and sued them for $750,000 granted this is like late 80s or early 90s and he won and it's got to do with this whole like using his appearance without permission, but now it's like a standard in movies that you can't use actors without their permission from past footage and all this kind of different stuff. So he became really rich for just being an asshole because no one wanted to work with him.
1: I mean, I get that. It does seem wrong for them to just use old footage for another movie. I can understand that. They used old footage and then they had someone put on like a nose and like all this different stuff to look like him
0: which I also don't agree with, but also yeah. just be a nicer person well, like yeah, yeah, and yeah. ask you to come
1: back. The original issue is that he's an asshole. That's unfortunate. <laughs> <It's an issue. laughs> but I understand that legally he was able to be like, nah. But that's – I mean, that's sad because you were really into him the whole movie and loved I him so much. Was
0: acting and then I realized, <laughs> oh, no, he's just a fucking weirdo.
1: Yeah, because you're like, he just looks so weird. He just always gets caught in these scenes, but maybe – He's always casting these things because that's just who he is in real life. He's an oddball, yes. Yeah, I wasn't as attracted to him as you were.
0: Yeah, now I'm like, oof, but maybe it does have bad taste. Who knows? Probably. <laughs> Another one is that Christopher Lloyd turned down the part of Doc Brown originally. He wanted to be taken as a serious actor, which I don't know where that came from because he did like the Addams Family. He's never been a serious actor. So anyway, um, Zemeckis wanted, really wanted him to play the role. And then Doc Brown's like, as long as I can be like an Einstein type. And they're like, perfect. So he came into the film.
1: Well, I'm glad because I really enjoyed him in the film. Which also
0: made him very successful. It was a big role yeah. for him too.
1: Yeah, and then there was <laughs> this one I find
0: ridiculous, but the film was nearly called "Spaceman from Pluto." What? Why? <laughs> Some dude that was like, I don't know, he was probably like a producer or someone, someone who had like a, thought he had like a big dick, um, <laughs> wanted to name the film this, and then Steven Spielberg, who was a producer on it. Came back and goes, haha! good joke, mate. Absolutely not. We're sticking with Back to the Future. And it got like shut down by Spielberg, which I kind of was like,
1: mm-hmm. He wanted that name with the same plot? Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't, don't I don't understand. Maybe he was drunk. <laughs> and then also another part, which actually you mention in, while watching it, foreshadowing is throughout the entire movie. And now I need to watch it again. But like you mentioned this in part of the film, He's going to be there when it hits the clock.
1: I'm good at this.
0: Foreshadowing, And then the DeLorean was also supposed to be a, like, a chamber or a room, so it wasn't supposed to be a time machine. Mm. The time machine was supposed to be, like, a chamber or a room. And then I think it was Spielberg came in and was just like, oh, that's not cool enough. Let's make it, like, a really
1: dope car. And that's what they brought in, the DeLorean. (laughs) It just makes more sense because, what, you get in a room and then you – Show up in a place, and then the room just plops down in a random spot, and it's just a lot more clunky to move a room. I like think they're that. probably, like,
0: thinking of, like, Doctor Who or something like that. Yeah. Like, something yeah. a bit different or, like, Hot Tub Time Machine, um, <laughs> even though that was post Back to the Future. But the DeLorean definitely makes sense because you want to go, like, at speed. It like, Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, this is definitely how things work. And also, like, how they play things off in Interstellar is fairly, like, at speed. So it makes sense. No, I like that the last bit of trivia is that marty mcfly was cast by another actor Ooh. eric stoltz i don't know who he is but he got fired after six weeks because he sucked oh he started then, yeah they did six weeks of him and everyone could kind of tell that he just didn't fit he was kind of like a bit too serious and they're like no we need light-hearted so, Robert Zemeckis actually wanted Michael J. Fox to begin with, but he was filming Family Ties and they wouldn't release him from his contract, so they had to find someone else. And then they read and then it was Eric Stoltz who got fired and then they like went back to Family Ties and was like, "Please release Michael J. Fox. We really think he's perfect for this role." And then they were like, "We'll let him read the script and see if he wants to do it." And Michael J. Fox was like, "Yes, I want to do this film." And Family Ties were like, okay, but you have to do it. It can't impact on your work here. So he would work 8 till 6 p.m. on the Family Ties show and then run to the set of Back to the Future, which filmed until 3.30 a.m. for two months straight. What an absolute trooper. Also, what the fuck? (laughs)
1: That's some work ethic. That would be exhausting. Mm -hmm. How does he, like, remember lines? (laughs) Especially doing, like, a sitcom. I, he's just obviously very good at what he does. He is. He is. I haven't heard one bad thing about him.
0: That's it. That's all my trivia. There was not as many
1: and fascinating, but you know. So Michael virtually. J. Fox is like super awesome and cool and Chris Ben sucks. That's what mm-hmm. I learned. That's and unfortunate. A <laughs> one of the topics that I wanted to discuss is time travel, clearly, because it's back to the future. And how it plays into determining your fate or rewriting your future or destiny. So I think we can all agree, though, based off your trivia before, that building a time machine should be done in style. When this baby hits eighty-eight miles per hour. You're gonna see some serious shit. <laughs> <laughs> serious.
0: Oh, okay. I see you're coming in strong with the multiverse and the astrodimensional theories. I love it.
1: <laughs> well, it's such a big part of it. And I know we go into it knowing that the dad is supposed to get hit by the car and their mom, Maureen, falls in love because he got hit by a car, which is kind of weird. But <laughs> And then they have babies when Marty ends up going back to the past. It's hard to like think of it like back to the future, but back to the past. It confuses me sometimes when we're talking about it. But, you know, and their son, he accidentally gets hit by the car that's supposed to hit his dad. And so then, of course, the mom falls in love with him, right? Because he gets hit by the car. Yeah,
0: but Marty kind of, like, he rewrites his fuck-up of getting hit by the car, (laughs) and he does help his dad, George, get back on track and kiss his mom at the end of the dance, which is how it all started, a kiss at the dance. That was the key point. I think it was, like, the kiss.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, watching it, does this always happen? Is it one of those where it's a constant loop, and this is always what kind of happened? And it's just constantly happening over and over and he always goes back to the past or is it that this is the first time it's all changed? I think the story changes when he comes back and this is not something that constantly happens because once you get to the end, you realize that it's actually changed the outcome. So that was my interpretation, but through like watching it, I'm just like, well, what's really happening? What is this type of back to the, you know, past vibe? This shit can really play with your
0: mind. But I think this one, Back to the Future, it has a very easy and simplified take on time travel. I think there is one timeline and you can kind of jump along the timeline. And if you're jumping through time, you kind of don't exist in the time you are not there. Kind of, mm-hmm. okay, so I look at, I figure out the dog. So the dog jumps, Einstein jumps in future for like one minute. Mm-hmm. And for that one minute, Einstein didn't exist in that area because he was going from one minute where they were and then one minute forward. And so they had to wait. So those characters was kind of like waiting for Einstein, but Einstein kind of like jumped over it and like the time thing folded and you're like jumping through it. That's like, you know, the paper, whatever. I don't know what movie that's from, but I think this is a very basic way of like showing time travel. I think Mm -hmm. other movies really complicate it. But this one, I just see it as, like, this is, like, your timeline and your little character's, like, hero, hero, hero. But I don't think Einstein existed in that period of time. I don't – like, with Marty oh. going backwards and then, like – so he came back when he was leaving. It's just – I think – I don't know. It's, like, very well, yeah, simple. You're,
1: you're one person and you're in one place. If it's the past or the future or the present, that's just you. But there is – no mm-hmm. matter what type of time travel – it's all confusing. There's all, a lot of room for error because, you know, in everyone, it's don't change anything. Don't be seeing because, you know, it'll mess up, you know, something in the future. But of course, that always happens because it's, you know, a plot. But clearly, I noticed Marty didn't really care about that because he got there and he's like, I got to go see, you know, my old house or, you know, my mom and my dad, which really, you know, was tempting it. And I just kind of thought it was weird that his parents don't recognize him when he goes back to the future. Because it's very clearly him. Don't you think like the dad would be like, wait, did you have sex with that guy, Calvin? Because he looks just, <laughs> he looks just like my son. Like, and he was such a big thing about them getting together. I feel like Marty, because they named their kid Marty too. So it's
0: like they named their kid Marty and then Marty comes back and it gets confusing when you kind of like think of it too much, but I also yeah. think like there's different stages to it. So like doc always invented a time machine. So Marty went back and gave him this like, you know, information of how to do it. Cause he wasn't quite there yet. And it like accelerated. So I just think, I think of it like you're all trucking along the timeline and every Marty always is going back in time at that part, part, but he's not really creating, maybe he is creating alternate dimensions.
1: Ugh. I that's what I'm saying. Like even when you try <laughs> to simplify it, you can make it complicated because something doesn't quite line up or it's just weird. And I know we're making this probably way more complicated than they ever thought. You know, you go back in time, you change something, something changes in the future. At <laughs> the end. <laughs> it can drive you nuts trying to think about
0: it. But if we look at like the idea of Destiny or Fate, I think this plays into the film. You can choose I think the theme is you can kind of choose your own destiny too. So like the Biff example, George, who is a.k.a. Mr. Mister Ma- McFly, the dad, worked for Biff, the bully at the start, and like, you know, was worked for him and he was bust, like bullied around by him. But then when George decides to punch Biff um, because he is sexually attacking his future wife, Ugh. um, when they go back in time, this changes, like, so when they go back to the future, when Marty goes back to the future or present, whatever you want to say, George is different and, like, the whole family is different. And George, he had the balls to take on Biff, which means, like, later on he was shown as a stronger character. So I know you're talking about time travel and destiny. Yes, ultimately I think our choices affect our destiny and there's, like, many paths you can take there, so maybe that helps. Like, it's, like, this is just one of George's paths. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is going on a Marvel rant. But that's where it kind of gets, like, confusing and the timeline shit and don't even get me started on Loki's Disney show. (laughs)
1: yeah marvel takes it down a whole other path pun intended (laughs) but there's a lot to feel back and it can be very mind-breaking i just think if i was put in that scenario and i went back into the past i don't feel like i would i would be on the more careful side or i wouldn't want to change anything because I'd rather keep with what like I know is happening than completely mess it up and some unknown and you might think it'll be a better choice or get you something that you want, but then you go back and it something's missing you know somebody's not alive anymore <laughs> or something crazy, so I don't think I would risk it. Do you think you would
0: no if have you ever seen the movie about time that is a great example of like I could go back in time two minutes and probably be fine. You can go back further there's a higher chance of things getting weirder later Mm -hmm. and I think Marty tried to follow that principle the whole way through because Doc told him that was like you know these this is like he realized that he accidentally he saved his dad because his dad fell out of the tree and he saved him Mm -hmm. by pushing him outside of the car because Marty also scared him as well so it was kind of like Marty's fault that his dad got scared and dropped out maybe it wasn't maybe it always happened but he tried to keep them moving along so that they would kiss so that they would exist again so I think if I wouldn't risk it either I think there's too many like weird things and I've learned from movies that I've watched that you don't want to fuck with that shit.
1: No, you don't. So pretty much I don't think we're going to even choose to time travel because it's too risky to not mess anything up. I would like to time travel to know what lotto numbers win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that if is only. It. That would be my one thing being like, mm, I'm going to go time travel and win some lotto or like go back and buy like Bitcoin when it was like a dollar and then like come back.
1: <laughs> but that would change your future immensely. And it could, could be, be really negative. Wow. Could be rich? <laughs> that that mattered in the movie too. But I think one of the most stressful parts in the movie was Doc getting shot. <gasps> no! No! <laughs> and then, of course, a lot of the movie is him trying to save his life in the future when he goes back in time which was kind of an accident. He didn't mean to go back in time. It kind of just happened when he was trying to run away from the terrorists. Um,
0: (laughs) So that sounds so weird. If no one's watched this film, they're going to be like, wait, what, (laughs) terrorists?
1: Yeah, Doc steals plutonium. (laughs) Such a random thing that came and then was like not even a part of the plot at all. But Marty knows Doc doesn't want him to change anything, but he can't help but try to hand Doc that piece of paper to warn him which we think he throws away so it was such a relief when you realize that doc lives you know because he's Mm -hmm. such a good character and just knowing like he didn't actually throw it away because once he throws it away you're like oh no and then the movie ends with another cliffhanger with time travel and more confusion when doc comes back from the future even more future and dropping that bomb that involves marty's kid and then it like ends yeah and i honestly now i'm like back to the future too i think they go
0: back again
1: they go back not to the future maybe they
0: go oh god i know there's a hoverboard which i like was that really feels cool. like
1: the future then then they actually go start yeah, going back I know, to the future i know that Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're probably right. I think they do go to the future, but what's funny is that like he saves Doc from getting shot because he has the vest on. So Doc his whole life knows that he's going to meet Marty again and have this relationship and nurture him. But then Doc comes flying in. So was that future Doc flying in or present day Doc being like, oh, I've come on, let's go. Wait, what vest? You know how Doc gets saved because he read Marty's note to wear a vest? yes and then the next scene is doc it's like the end of the film that he's like with his family and docs there and picks him up in a flying car
1: so is that is that a future doc or is that present day doc so you're saying is that a new present day doc (laughs) because the old present day died or is it a future
0: but how does he know
1: he just went to the future and came back Oh, yeah, but also Marty helped him figure out because he
0: knew Marty because he was working on time travel, but hadn't figured it out. But Marty was like, "I am from the future," and helped him f- fast track how he can make time travel a thing because he gave him the information that he needed, oh, and he gosh. gave him the yeah, like okay, I don't time. know. <laughs> Let's just start on our next topic because I feel like this is gonna. If anyone has any advice, please drop it in our comments yeah. on like how we can think about. Time travel with Back to the Future only in consideration. I have a better to bring in too sw- many other things. Sweet vibe <laughs> with time travel. <laughs> so our, our second topic is based on family and the family you make. Um, so when we were chatting before the film, I started mentioning that you're going to feel really weird. You're kind of feel uncomfortable by weird? some of the themes. You're going to feel weird. What? We can chat about it. So now that we've watched the film what did you feel weird about the most? And I think we can all kind of guess what it is.
1: Well, I remember you saying, you know, in that clip, you're going to feel weird. I'm like, what? And you're like, I'm not going to tell you. And I'm like, what? And you're like, well, I'll, I'll just say incest. Like, <laughs> like, that's not like the biggest clue ever. <laughs> but obviously, it's remembering him kissing his mom. Oh! feel it <laughs> that it came out of her vagina i think this is all wrong I, I don't know what it is yeah it's really well, I kiss wrong you. it's like i'm kissing what my brother my brother it doesn't make any sense does it that oh, yeah. make sense. it makes perfect sense and yeah that was weird 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 very weird like overall <laughs> The mom is super weird and kind of stalkerish or just creepy and obsessive and really, to me, was the most weird character out of all of them. Like, how did the two biggest weirdos, which is Marlene and... (laughs) His dad makes such a cool kid, Marty, Like, not to mention his brothers and sisters. They seemed weird and just like something was wrong with them. And Marty's just on this totally different page. And all he's trying to do is save them from non-existing. But like he would have been fine without them. <laughs> well, he had to get them together so he could exist obviously he wasn't adopted imagine the
0: kid the other two disappearing and then marty's like there and it's like oh whoopsie you're adopted anyway i mean i'm still not convinced that he made himself because she was
1: so obsessed with him
0: <laughs> i mean that's love right there though but i agree that this this time around it was very clear to me how weird and strangely behaved the parents both were like she, as you said, is super creepy and intense. And she was also the hot popular girl at high school. Like, let's not get a started on yeah. that. And in it, Marty McFly at the start says, I think my mother was born a nun. And she was clearly <laughs> not. She was like on heat the whole <laughs> yes. time for Marty.
1: But I want to find out. <laughs> okay.
0: Oh my uh, gosh. She's so desperate. She's so aggressive. She is. Like, chill out. And I think also that in at the start not the future when he comes mm-hmm. back to the future at the start she she's in a loveless marriage by the time he's old enough to realize that and it just wasn't fun and marty also said he had to tell her not to drink when she was 16 because she might regret it later in life and a very sensible and responsible of you marty for a 7 16 17 yeah. year old a lot boy. of pressure like, on a kid you should be like yeah mom let's get on yeah. it. and b that you recognize that your mom has a future drinking problem because she's miserable yeah. <laughs> And let's also not forget that their dad is a peeping Tom.
1: He's a peeping Tom. He's a peeping Tom. I knew it was coming. I was like. (laughs) Yeah. So the overall point is the only person we're saving in this was Doc. You know. (laughs) And Marty. It's important. (laughs) Well, I mean, Marty's, Marty, he's, he's got it. He's got it covered. But. Along with saving his parents so he can be born. <laughs> really, the most important thing was trying to save Doc from getting shot in the future. Because really, Doc is just... I found him so genuine and trusting and selfless and just so helpful. Like, this random kid shows up out of nowhere and saying all this stuff and he's like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it a priority. I just love how... Doc is so helpful. Yeah. Like, he doesn't know his kid. Like, I gotta give birth to the future. Your life's a racing. I gotta figure it out. Their relationship was just so sweet. And I think it's such an unlikely pair because he's like the cool kid in high school. And he's just makes him even cuter. And really is that point that you make your own family at times. And Doc is, you know, that's a strong bond for life. Future and past and present
0: yeah I do think his bond with Doc's way stronger and I think that actually comes out in future films as well where it more becomes about them and Marty's kind of like you know relationship and then Doc's like more of a main character in it a little bit more so I would agree and like let's not forget how weird his family is
1: I mean Doc is weird but in a endearing way not in a creepy way like yeah his dad is just kind of like uh, around and Just looks weird and peeping Tom and pale. And then the mom is just creepy and so desperate and intense. (laughs) So you see Doc, you're like, oh, he's just a breath of fresh air. On to our honorable mentions. The first is Crispin Glovin.
0: Crispin Glovin in this. He's got some kind of weird, creepy, sexy thing going on.
1: (laughs) You were really into him in this movie, but I feel like it's changed like kind of we said before like he might never be the same for you we did start off I was drunk like I remember when we were like I was trying to
0: like think of what our topics could be for this podcast and I'm like see I have no idea what did we just watch like I don't I've seen this movie multiple times and I'm like I don't remember the most recent time because I remember the speaker and then I remember the end and I was like what happened in the middle so I was drunk, but he is like, he's got this weird, cute thing and he was adorable at 21. But yes, I have, s- that, that ship has sailed. The Really the hottest person in this whole film is Marty McFly. I would have
1: definitely like been like, yeah, Marty McFly. I am no, me too. super into you in high school. Yeah. And I got to say me and Marty's reactions and stuff are pretty on point. I understood Marty as a person. My head was always where his head was at. So I appreciate that. You're just that cool. I am that cool. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go get him, get myself some of those sneakers because he also has super cool clothes and those Nike shoes. And I think at one point you mentioned like, what, is he wearing like three different things, like a, a shirt and a hoodie and a jacket? <laughs> and he's just like a bunch of layering. I think it was, I think that was
0: 80s. I think he was just so 80s. I think, you know, we're like, we should just live in the 80s. Like, screw the 90s. It's all about the 80s. Even though I do love the 90s, just not 90s fashion. (laughs) I also really liked, as I want to mention, the digital enhancements in this film. It just didn't look that old. When we started watching it, I was like, oh, this is actually quite crisp.
1: Yeah. For considering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was good. And then you noted on the big giant subwoofer speaker. Like, who has – where is that? Why don't I have one? I just love that he comes out and says, you don't want one. I do want no. one. I want no.
0: one in the back no, of my car. No, don't. Yeah. That's
1: going to be exactly <laughs> what I to say. No, I will not ride in your car if you're using that. But it's like a subwoofer, and then he comes out, and he has like a ukulele. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I just have had so many experiences in high school, riding around in the Tahoes or the random cars that these guys had, and they have those big sub subwoofers in the back and they turn it on. And I'm trying to be all cool in the back like, yeah, we're driving around. And it rattles your brain. Anytime any bass hits, it's just like, and it's like the most painful thing. Like after three times, it's like personal hell. I don't know how people do that and how they enjoy it. It's all about ego. Oh, it's about like how big your dick yes, is. But I mean, for the sense of the movie, it's okay. And how they use it, it just, in real life, don't do it. <laughs> I think they are just trying to show the science brain of Doc. Like, he created yeah. that. It was his subwoofer, and they're kind of trying to show that he, like, invents things, but they're kind of broken. Yes, that is true. At the very beginning, when everything is just kind of working, but not really. But then he had his biggest invention, which was time travel. <laughs> so now we're going to do our ratings. Let's start with script don't remember (laughs) i do want to mention us being drunk we got into a big fight about olivia newton john olivia Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah
0: i don't know actually i listened to some of it and i was like oh we're so drunk we're literally having an argument about olivia newton john i was genuinely annoyed with you i'm like she's australian you're like she's american i'm like i know like it was just It was the dumbest thing, and I'm like, You were we're being literal, and
1: I was being more, like, figurative. Like, she's in Greece, so she can be American, too.
0: (laughs) Such a stupid
1: (laughs) argument.
0: (laughs) So dumb. But yeah, script three. I don't remember what the script. It's
1: great. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Three and a half. It was good. There are some good one-liners. It's really just, like, Doc and Marty. It's easy to follow. Characters.
0: I give it a four. I like the characters. They were such stereotypes, but I like them. I like that they're weird and in wonderful ways. And you, they each had very different, very extreme and different personalities. But I liked that they they built on that.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say three and a half again. I almost just want to do like different sections, like Marty and Doc five, and then the family. Too. They're just weird. They just didn't seem like natural people. They just seem like a- they seem like they're aliens. That's what they feel like. They feel like aliens to me. <laughs> okay. But not alien from alien No, but just like weird <laughs> aliens, like Third Rock from the Sun aliens, you know, or they just come in and they don't, don't know, know how to act. Uh, oh, Men in Black. Yes. Men in Black yes. aliens. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next rating is for
0: plot. I would give plot like a four. Again, I get stuck in the time travel stuff because you
1: just go in loops. So just because they haven't cleared that up for it's me. It's so easy to break that apart. So I'll I'll stick with you on four. It's a good plot. And obviously it resonates with a lot of people. Entertainment factor. I would a four too.
0: It's solid, keeps you solid. Mm-hmm. I've watched it a couple of times now. And again, this time around, because if we're just basing on this, I was drunk, don't remember the film at all. But generally speaking, I think it's a very... Entertaining film for family as well, not just like for adults.
1: Entertainment factor.
0: Um you might piss off a couple of people with your opinion here if you don't rate it high.
1: <laughs> no, I'll stick with four. It was entertaining. There was lots happening. Yeah, four. Recommend.
0: Yes, I would recommend it. I feel like everyone needs to watch this film.
1: I would recommend but I honestly think most people have already watched it. I'm a weird person that didn't. You're in like a chill, like homey vibe. Nothing it's not Earth shot. But yeah, I would recommend it. It's just in the like right. If you spot. had
0: kids and they hadn't seen it, I feel like it's a movie, I'd be like, Oh, my kids can watch this. And I would they would have if they didn't watch it, I'd be like disappointed that they're <laughs> terrible humans. So yes, I would recommend. Yes.
1: Wine vibe. Oh, what do we drink? <laughs> Red,
0: don't remember, guys. Again, we were drunk. It was obviously a great vibe. It went well
1: (laughs) with the pizza. I remember the recording. You
0: could hear us munching on the pizza, and I'm like, "Where does loving pizza, drinking wine, talking (sighs) shit, like, yes, great wine?
1: Yeah, the wine was good. It. I remember it had like a strong kick at the beginning, so it was a good, like, full-bodied wine. Maybe I'd say from what I remember. All right, thank y'all for joining us for Back to the Future. Leave us a review and comment on any movies you want us to watch and whine about. Don't forget to subscribe and find us on TikTok at Champagne Cinema, linked in the description. Cheers. Cheers!